Angels here. Here is Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Free parking at the TI all the time, especially uh, for you locals, right? Get irked. you got to pay for the parking. Free parking here. An easy drive right off of, uh, at least if you're coming from the west side, Spring Mountain. Um, east side will be easier. I think the paving for the beginning, well, that's not the beginning, but part of the F1 track that snakes behind the Venetian should be finished up today. Should be. Should I try it tomorrow? I don't need why, to go to why the Why would you say that? I don't need to go to the east side tomorrow, so I'm not going to try it. Why would you say that? It's going to jinx it. Ever. It's going to jinx it all. Well, it's a Saturday. Hopefully, it, hopefully it's done by Monday. Yeah, nobody goes in for, like nobody has to go anywhere over here Saturday. Not like there's a spring game or anything down the road. You don't have to go to the east side. You go stay on the west side. It's no. Allegiant Stadium. I'm not. And I would so, stay away from Trop. Trop <laughs> of the fifteen. That's only for another two years. They'll get it done. Yeah, I'm you're sure very gripey all of a sudden. You're usually a positive guy. The traffic's wearing on you. We're a growing city. It's, it, the the order of operations of how they're doing the traffic is really bothering me, yes. Yes. Adam Hill is the one who's bothered. Headlines at 5 o'clock. Let's start out with the Masters update, which I expected to be closing out about now. Nope. Windy, as you say, I'm guessing you would say, stupid trees fell. Almost hurt some people. They three, suspended. Three they less said, of them in the world. They, yeah, trees are stupid. They are. Nature's stupid. The great Bill Walton was on with us, named all the natural wonders around Las Vegas, like 17 of them in shotgun fashion. And then Adam finishes his statement by saying, nature is stupid. It is. Uh, That was the second most awkward moment of the last two weeks. We'll have the most awkward in the middle of this hour. That was a good interview this week where you tried to make a joke, and the person was like, you're not funny. So that's coming up. That's something to look forward to. But, yeah, Walton looked at you, and he's like, I have notes. I have life to celebrate. I don't care what you're saying. Shut up. He didn't say that, but he thought that and just kept rolling. You could not derail him. I did walk by him uh, at one of the Final Four games, and he said, Vegas. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he knew. He remembered. You know what's funny? Should we go behind the curtain? Pull it back a little bit? I guess pull back the curtain, not go behind the curtain, but pull it back. So when we talked about Walton at the Final Four, he's getting a little bit older. I think he's 70 now. But if you heard him, like, he, he had notes, but you couldn't read them. I think it was just, like, kind of visual reminders. But he would go off on these streams for, like, three minutes. And at one point, he named, like, the entire roster for the 1968 Rockets. And the booker, who we're friends with, the booker at the Final Four on Westwood One's Radio Row was like, you have to write your names out in big lettering for him. Otherwise, he'll get confused. And then we did the interview with him, and it was like, he didn't. Like he was fine. Well, I think he wanted to know. Like, he wanted to remind her, like where he was. Oh, Vegas. Yeah. Well, I had, I, had, I had a big like ceramic Vegas sign. But you never. He he is one of those that likes to drop in your name and answer. Well, I I I refuse to write Steve because I don't did. really go by Steve anyway. I think he prefers that. I, I get home and the SO is like, "Hey, Cofield." I did. Uh, Cofield, I got something. For, I got a chore for you to do. What I what I did walk by, but he said Vegas fist bump too, because uh, right. he's no uh, he's anti handshake, which would have been another ten minutes of. It's all I wanted to get to, ten minutes of content, but it also may have gotten awkward because he kind of joked about why he only does the fist, because he said his hands don't work anymore. Yeah, but we would have gone like into a whole thing about the handshake, and I told you I, two weeks ago, I I did a fist into a full handshake. I got my fist caught in someone else's handshake. No, I've done it before many I, times. I was like. 
And then I, we declared uh, right after COVID, we're not shaking hands anymore. And then I, I kind of backed down and then shook. After he squeezed my fist, then I shook a hand. I still, I'm just not doing it. You shouldn't. I'm out forever. It's also stupid with football people and basketball people. Like, I, 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 it's like you're just going to dominate with the hand. We watched another radio show, again, on Radio Rose from a couple weeks ago. Clint Sterner's on the show, and we have him on every once in a while. And some guy was like, I don't know, what was he, 5'9", like 290? Like, just kind of average, doughy-looking guy. 290 is not average, but he's, he's doing – Clint Sterner played in the NFL, and he's, they, they got on a hand conversation, and he's like, put your hand up. Sterner puts his hand up, and it's like, it was like Burger King hand. Like, what are you doing, bro? You're, you're doing hand size with a former NFL player? It just doesn't make you're just sense. just looking to get emasculated. Yeah, and also, what what is the point? I don't know. You never – having your palms touch a, another person's palms is a weird thing. It's old, it's old school nonsense. I hate it. It's dumb. Is Liv Golf going to win the Masters? <laughs> Solid segue. There's no, there's no reason to segue. Hopefully not. You're not rooting for Kepka. Of course not. Nothing what? about him makes me want to cheer for him. I thought I he was on that reality show you were he recommending. Is. The worst episode. What's his, what's his wife's name again? Jenna. Yeah, she's on it too, right? Jenna Sims. She's on, sure. Okay. The, it's the worst episode so far. Yeah. They're not interesting. They're not fun. I'm glad he went to live. <laughs> what does that mean? Why? Get out. Get out. Move over there. He did. I know. Go. He's richer than ever. Stay. He doesn't care about us. So you can root against Good. him all you want. Stay. I'm rooting for him. You're I'm not, not rooting for the Saudis, but I'm rooting for him. I don't think you are. Watch the show. You'll, you'll stop cheering for him probably. I don't want to watch the show because then I'll dislike. He's not relatable. Every, I'll dislike every. No, guy. you'll like most of them. You'll hate him. Really? Yeah. That would shock me. Uh, Mickelson, not likable. He's three under. So not bad. Hope he falls apart. Yeah, that was. I knew that would clinch it. There was an older uh, Caucasian gentleman listening to our golf talk, and we were just like, no, 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 negative. He just he sauntered away. He's like, I, I like golf. He's like, what are these idiots talking about? Yeah. Like, These don't say heroes. anything bad about Phil. The trees fall today. Rom's got to finish up tomorrow. You got Kepka at 12. Some good storylines. I like, I like Morikawa. Um, so stuff to root for tomorrow. I lied earlier. I'm not getting up at 5 in the morning to watch the beginning. I don't even know if it's televised. But 5 in the morning, our time, is when they're going to put these guys back in the course to I'll finish their up. second round. Um, you brought up something today, some rumors. And I had never thought about it before. But it is something I've noticed. When you watch, especially on a stream, don't they put the A-man corner on a stream? Haven't they done that in the past? Yeah. When you watch and there's no announcers, the the sounds of nature are so clear, it's almost disturbing. You're like, this is heaven on earth. What a great place. Listen to the noise. Listen to those birds. But apparently, a lot of people that attend the the tournament live and watch it are struck by there's all those birds. Like those birds I hear all the time. I I don't hear them. I don't see them out on the course. Wait a second. I thought this allegation of fake bird noise was going to be about Augusta having speakers on the course. Like blaring bird noise. Are you saying TV is doing it? Well, here's the thing. CBS has done it before. They got caught. With? 
I believe it was because they were piping in the bird noise of a bird that wasn't native to the area where the tournament was. Oh, no. It was not for the Masters. It was for a different tournament. No way. Yeah. So they did get caught doing this. Um, So I think that kind of led to this, too. Uh, They used a recorded bird sound at the 2000 PGA Championship. And there was a bunch of bird watchers that were like, wait, why is that bird? Those birds are not there. What? Think about this. With picking up on these bird noises, what ornithologist has the free time? Wait, did you know that? That's what they were called? Well, I also know John Fitzpatrick is the answer to who had the free time. He's a leading ornithologist. Okay, well, you you trumped me on that one, man. I was (laughs) trying to pull one on you. He's from the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. Is that that right? All right. Hey, ornithologists work in academia, federal and state agencies, wildlife conservation organizations and they study birds and so someone got them they're like that doesn't well how would you there people really know there was the bird sounds and they're like whoa 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 there was a that red-tailed cardinal isn't native to augusta Georgia. thomas boswell the columnist went to the masters in 2016 to try to find it he wrote there are no birds squirrels insects or any other living creature indigenous to planet earth at the masters nowhere on the property Wait, so this is even worse <laughs> that's what he said now, the, the accusation gets worse. Are yeah. they just offing him? He said he has not seen any. He said those birds call, bird calls you hear sometimes on the Masters. Wow. The source remains undiscovered. Now, a couple of other writers from Sports Illustrated went out. They searched the property for any sign of avian activity during the Masters. They both struggled to spot any birds, although one did eventually dump on one of the writers. So he's like, they got to be around someone. Yeah. We heard what you were saying. Now, we got word. The aforementioned Mr. Fitzpatrick, John Fitzpatrick, from the Cornell Lab of Ornithology, he said uh, that there is chickadees and sparrows that you can hear on the broadcast, and those would be something that you would find in that area of Georgia. Okay. So he isn't convinced that it's fake. There also is a theory, I'm sure you've heard, that there's no such thing as birds. I've never heard this before. What's you happening? You have it? No. It's a conspiracy theory. Birds are not birds are not real. I don't subscribe to this, so I can't Don't you see them? I do. But there's don't don't we also see the earth and it's round and yeah. not everybody believes that? That's a good point. Uh, you actually you can actually buy birds aren't real merchandise, t shirts, hats. You're gonna buy it. You I, mean, this goes, I, this, I this think goes, they're real. This goes with your nature is stupid. I think they're real. I think the Masters birds are fake. Wow. This is a revelation. I'm kind of blown away. Yeesh. Are you going to go there and try to find the birds? No, I don't. I don't. I have enough birds. Uh, I wanted to bring up an issue at my house. We've talked about the pigeons before. I've pretty much gotten rid of the pigeon issues by putting deadly spikes all over my roof and also flooding the neighborhood with feral cats. They kill the birds? I don't know what they do, but I know this. When you feed 60 of them and they live in your garage, as is the case with our house, um, birds don't seem to want to land for very long. Plus, I've got a new one who be, I'm basically training to, like, dart out of the house like a bat out of hell. There's a screen door, and that cat just sits there in the morning, and he's, he's just, like, up against the screen door, like, fired up every time a pigeon lands. It's bad. So, I, I because he, I said this. This, this, this cat is going to. Tear a pigeon limb from limb if he gets its, its paws on it. 
Uh, I, w- I want to look this up because I mentioned it, but uh, it, the New York Times did a deep dive on the conspiracy theory. Right. Uh, according to them, uh, there's a Gen Z-fueled conspiracy that posits birds do not exist, and anything that you see that looks like a bird is actually a drone installed by the government to spy on Americans. I'm, 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 I actually, I never dislike Gen Z. I'm liking Gen Z more and more of late. I, I feel, I feel the energy. I feel the vibe on a lot of fronts. The problem is, it was a so par- this bird. I can even if this bird theory is bad, I can, I can deal with it. Well, it was a, supposedly a parody to see how dumb people are, and enough people believed in it that it became a real thing. So it was a joke played by Gen Zers to see if they could suck in other generations. Yeah, and uh, well, suck in other Gen Zers oh. apparently, and it worked. Oh, okay, so now. It started as a joke, like a mocking of conspiracy theories, but then enough people believed it that it then became a thing. Okay. Were you mocking the Kings last night for their poor play early on in the game? Quality. That was beautiful. Quality. I wasn't. NBA games don't exist until the fourth quarter. That's another conspiracy. More factual, though. I can't. I'm not even going to tackle that one. Uh, 5-2, Golden Knights romp, but they did a lot of it because they got off to a great start. There Wait, were, were you, you were talking about the Kings in hockey, and you said fourth quarter? Did I say fourth I quarter? I think you did. First quarter, I mean. I said first quarter? I think so. Uh, first period. Yeah. yeah, first period. Yeah, they got off to a 4 nothing lead in the first period. Sorry. I think, I just assumed you were talking about the Kings in basketball. No, no, no. They're tanking. Uh, <laughs> no, they're winning. The Mavs are tanking. What's no, happening? No, right? tonight the Kings are tanking. Oh, yeah. Against sure, Golden State. Sure. Yeah. Too many sports were crossing over, I know. and we mixed in the bird talk. Everyone's thinking about the it bird talk. Right really, with us all off. How was the uh, How was the third line last night? I know you want to talk about coaches' challenges. We'll do in a second, but I mean, Nick Waugh said it was the best performance he's seen from any line ever. That was strong. Did that make you mad? Because someone screenshotted you next to Nick Waugh, and people were accusing him. You're looking really angry at him for some reason. No, I was actually angry because I was next to him. And I was like the first one there and was talking to him. And then everybody swarmed over and, like, pushed me back against the locker. So I'm, like, pushed back against the locker behind him trying to hold my recorder out. And, like, why why are people pushing me? So, Ari, does that give you a good explanation? I think uh, one of our P1s, Sean, was wondering what was going on there. Because it looked like you you and Wa were both the subjects of an interview. But you you basically, you went full martyr as a big fella and you got pushed to the side. Yeah. Like but that. then my face was squarely in it with him. It looked like we were both being interviewed. Yeah. I had that happen at a game this year. I got squeezed out, and I, I didn't. I just left. I left the uh, scrum. Uh, it was a, a scrum with Kevin Kruger, and then afterwards I walked back in, and I was like, I have a couple questions for you one-on-one. And he looked at me like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I, got, I got bumped out. Am I going to start fighting someone to keep my position? So Hopefully there will be a lot less media. We, 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 both, we, both got, we both got bumped and played the martyr. It happens. So, I just, so why was, so was raving about the third line? Yeah, you just said they were fantastic, which they were. I mean, they came out and uh, they played pretty well. And there's a lot of talk last night about, you know, moving the lines around uh, the way that they were and, you know, moving guys up and down and trying to figure out who works where because they only have a couple games left. While they're still trying to win the division, they're also trying to figure out who's going to work best together. Uh, and Cassidy said he has a pretty good idea already of who that's going to be. But, you know, with Chandler Stevenson back in the mix and, he was on the third line last night. It was uh, it was pretty solid. They played very very well. And obviously Kessel got involved, and he was not only you know got on the on the scoreboard, but also was uh, 
you know, pretty active defensively, which uh, was was good to see. I think pretty encouraging for the team. And uh, you know, I think I think they were pretty happy with a lot of what what went on last night, especially in the first period. Coach's challenge. Four for four. Four for four on the season. They, they're just they're really good. The, the video crew is so solid uh, in in seeing something happen, communicating it, and then. Uh, Cassidy making the decision of when they're right and when he trusts them and when they have enough evidence. And uh, that's the big one is that they not only have to see that there was a violation of some sort, but they have to see that there's enough evidence. And they've been able to do that. And the the communication has been so good uh, between Cassidy and the staff and um, everybody that comes together to do that. So um, I I think it's it's a big benefit for this team. I think the team has a lot of confidence. They know that, you know, when their coach takes a stand for them he's probably going to be right it's cofield and company on espn las vegas golden circle sportsbook and bar inside ti one of your favorite notes i think snitches going into the draft was what the raiders were really interested in a quarterback and i feel like the whole thing has been blown up if this is to be believed try not to do that but you were saying the Raiders like Hendon Hooker. And I saw a report today that, by the way, who is Dove Kleiman? We never explained who he is and how he's become like this big social media. Did you have the explanation of that or maybe someone else did? Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's become the this one. big NFL insider and everyone's like, wait, where did he come from? I believe he's the one, because there's a couple of them that are kind of mysterious, but I believe he's the one that lives in Israel. No. And basically figured out a way to monitor like every every insider's Twitter account and just repurposes tweets, which oh, that wow. is he's he's an aggregator, which does serve a purpose. Yeah. But then I hear people saying like Dove Kleiman is reporting. Like, no, he's not reporting anything. He he doesn't report. And he said that this is not a critique of him. Right. He said that. He's like, I I follow this so closely, I know exactly who the best sources are on every story and I go to them and I follow them and I put their stuff out and that's how I do it, but mm. yeah, he's getting credited with breaking things. He's I don't I think never been to a football game, never talked to anybody in the NFL. Ah, good for him. Yeah, he made it a good name for himself, and yeah. he has a good resource. Just sucks that the original person who has the report doesn't always get credit. But um, he was saying today that plenty of NFL teams, according to someone, have uh, Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker ranked as the now third QB prospect in the draft. Uh, James Palmer, who's an NFL Network guy, said uh, the top two are Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Then Hooker slides between them, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis. Hooker was supposed to be a guy who could be available in the second round. Maybe that's not the case anymore. What do we believe? I I mean, I don't want to give away. I'll I'll say that Hendon Hooker is going to go before Will Levis in my next mock draft. Okay, so you got something good on this tip. Sure. I mean, I, I just, look, his his health is a big question. He's had injuries in the past. He's coming off an injury now. Will he be ready for training camp? He says yes. That does change a lot if he's actually ready. The other problem is he's 25. So he's, he's definitely mature, but, you know, you're drafting him at the end of his first contract. He's going to be in his 30s. That's pretty crazy. So that there is a there's a concern there, but I'll say this: if you take out age and injury and take the name off the back of the jersey, just watch the games. He's the best quarterback in the group. Wait, of him, Richardson and Levis, Young and Stroud, really? 
Yeah, he's the best one. But he's 25, and he's often injured. If he was 21 and healthy, he'd be the number one pick. Better than Chris Winkie. Yeah. Winkie was like 28. And better than uh, Brandon Whedon, wasn't he? Wasn't he 30? He was 30. Well, Whedon played like six years in minor league baseball after Oklahoma State. Yeah. No, before. You're right. That's right. He was playing at Oklahoma State at like 28. Played baseball, then college, then then the NFL. Yeah. Hendon Hooker. All right. Well, that's, that's crazy. Moving in to the middle of the top five quarterbacks on some draft boards. All right. Cofield and Company, ESPN Las Vegas, coming up about 10 minutes from now. We'll find out more about Anthony Richardson reportedly visiting the Raiders today on the front end of a bunch of visits to a bunch of different teams. But we do have an answer, I think. I think we have an answer on Angel Reese and LSU. And after a week of, uh, well, I was going to say back and forth, but really it's just fourth. <laughs> Once Flotus blew the uh, the invite by trying to invite Iowa with LSU, people got all mad. But uh, LSU, as of now, has made a f- final determination on whether they're going to go to the White House or not. Miss any of the show? We've got you covered. Head to lvsportsnetwork.com and go to podcast to listen to all of your favorite LV Sports Network shows anytime from any place. I prefer Michael Jackson's cover of that. Oh, wait. What happened? Did Vinny? Oh, uh, yeah. So Vinny. He thought Smooth Criminal. Tried to go with the Michael Jackson. Then the other two folks, Clay and Heidi, on the R&R morning show got all over him. And then I think I heard someone call Sade Chardet. So then it's, you're criticizing, but then you come back with something you can be criticized on. That's about like Cofield and company. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Pretty much. So it's cornucopia of mistakes and errors and mocking. Sure. They probably think birds are real. You have any clue who the, the smooth operator was? The smooth operator was? What? They were talking about a cornerback. Oh. Who's the best cornerback in the draft? Well, to me, it's it's Devin Witherspoon. Who does everyone else think it is? Christian Gonzalez. That's who they were talking about. Well, they're wrong. They're, they're, Vinny actually gave a lot of good factoids on Gonzalez and his family. I didn't know that the the kid's father is 6'9", and he played pro basketball. It's kind of unusual. Yeah. Gonzalez is, is pretty tall, like 6'2", almost 6'3". But not 6'9". No. Tall for a corner, though. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I like Witherspoon, his physicality. Um, I, I think he, he brings more than just – I mean, obviously they have great – they both have great cover skills. I think Witherspoon might be a little bit better uh, at you know on the ball at the point of attack. Uh, but Witherspoon just separates himself. Just He just blows people up. I listened to a lot of uh, Morning Tailgate this week. Really good. Good chemistry with him. So we pulled a bunch of audio this week. So make sure you listen. Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. Okay, the week is done. Just about. And we have a final determination on what's going on here with LSU and Angel Reese and the women's basketball team and the Jill Biden invite of Iowa. Then it was a joke. Then she's taking it back, uh, sort of apologizing. Angel Reese says, apology not accepted. We're going to see the Obamas. And we pointed out in the middle of the week, you're probably not doing that. And I don't know that she can speak on behalf of the entire team. A university spokesman today said it, the school will accept the invite has Reese said she's going yeah, along she, or is she, she going to do her she, own mini protest? She said it before the school did. Okay. Uh, she said her teammates want to go and, um, you know, she's talked to them about it and she doesn't want to stand in the way of that, so she's going to be going. Okay. So we're all good now? I think so. 
and they'll enjoy it. Yeah, I'm sure the food will be great. I bet you the Obamas do, might do even we, show up. Do we know that yet? I think so. Have we have we seen a visit to the Biden White House by a team? I don't I don't remember one, but I do know like even if they went. So the, the problem with the cold fast food was that it wasn't even great fast food unless one of them are sponsors. Uh, but Biden is more of a Five Guys guy. So what do you what do you expect them? Okay, first of all, on on fast food, once you get it. You can't keep it hot. No. And then the solution is what? A chafing dish? Those suck. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just going to dry it out. It'll be hot. Yeah. It'll be dry as hell. So do you, do people expect, are they supposed to do like a, like a fully catered real meal? Yeah. Like with hot food? They have a kitchen. Okay. I don't, because here's the thing. I don't know what they did in the past. The The light only got shined upon the whole thing when the, when the food was cold and people were complaining about fast food. But a lot of it was just anti-Trump stuff. Just to bust his horn. I don't think it was. It was yes, a southern yeah. team that was complaining. So what? Who cares? It was. It was it's, what does that mean? Yeah. Like yeah. every like everyone on the team is pro Trump or anti Trump. Wasn't yeah. it South yeah. Carolina? Wasn't it South Carolina the basketball team? Who was it? I thought it was a football team. Was it a football team? Well, was it South Carolina? I thought it was Georgia football. Alabama football. Maybe in Alabama. See, here's the thing. I don't care. And it, this, all of these became such a big deal, and I'm like, I don't. I don't care. And then you were saying it was what? It was crappy fast food. Do you remember? Yeah. I remember one of it was at McDonald's. It was Clemson. It was Clemson football. It was, it was Big Macs and and uh and uh in the single from Wendy's. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem is, people then look at that, the cold food, and then they want it to fit their agenda and their narrative. And then, like, okay, so what fast food are they supposed to get that's better? How do you keep it warm? I mean, let's, if you want to go with a Cofield and Company theme, I guess the solution is, because we just said chafing dishes suck for fast food. North Dakota State went. What they get them? Well, the problem is, so they got Chick-fil-A sandwiches, and this is also the Trump White House. They got Chick-fil-A sandwiches, which are great. Even cold, they're fine. I, I, I will tell you. All chicken, almost all the fast food chicken sandwiches are fine cold because that, that is my diet on the road. Sure. But it was Chick-fil-A sandwiches and Big Macs. And then the problem is the French fries. Okay. That's so, where the problem So then let's go in. with, here's the theme, the Kofi and Company theme, which we get mocked on for. If if the Bidens are going to do it right and, they're, and if they're going to get fries and you want to be able to heat up the burgers and the chicken, you probably need to have about 20 air fryers. That's, I mean, that's the kids are going to have to use air fryer. Fries in the air fryer work, but I, I think it'll be fine. You might. I mean, the way the way I do fast food, I first I will microwave something for about thirty seconds, and and then put a burger or chicken in. But here's the problem: once you microwave it or try to put it in the air fryer, there's lettuce, there's tomato, there's pickles. That gets goopy. Yeah, there is really problem. no perfect way. Now, what they could do, if we want to go in further, this is a good TikTok hack, which Why I think don't a lot of people make know. their own. Have, have pizza there, then make sure there are about 30 stoves. They can put it on an open flame in a frying pan, pour a little water in it, put a cover on the slice of pizza. That reheats it perfectly. But that seems like that's kind of All right, elaborate. Now I've, here was the other major problem. Oh, no. Can I solve this one? They, 
in addition to when Clemson when Clemson was there, they didn't get the Chick Fil A. They got the Big Macs and the the Wendy's burgers mm-hmm. and filet fish. Ooh. Now that hot is a problem. Cold is a nightmare. You can't serve cold filet of fish, man. Can you double fry the filet of fish? Could they have? Could they have fryers there for the kids as well? I I I think I'm going to be sick thinking about cold filet of fish. It, it's not good warm. It's not a good sandwich. Sorry, McDonald's. We have terrible news. Kim Mulkey dropped the filet of fish in the fryer. It wasn't ready. It actually scalded up half her arm. Listen, we tried to give you hot food. Yeah, if you don't know how to use a fryer, Kim. You can't you can't serve cold filet fish to people, man. It's rough. What are we doing? I'm here? not a fish person, so I will eat everything else cold. I can't do I I can I, I don't know that filet of fish is fish. Oh. That's another one. We're losing all our potential deals. We were just about to lock up all these different fast No, if there's like a competitor to the filet of fish that's good somewhere else. I'm waiting for you to bring up Subway tuna and Subway bread next. Or just let's just go with Chipotle, too. Let's talk about that. Chipotle's delicious. Who else do we want to get it's in delicious. on? delicious. Who else do we? <laughs> Got a bad rap. Bad way to go into the weekend. Every fast, they, they, every, every fast food joint is, is, off, they is poison, off the list. They poison a couple people, and you want to mock them forever. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right, Aria. Long John Silver's, the chicken planks, and some hush right. puppies. Those are phenomenal. But again, you got to find a way to have them hot. I don't even know if you do. Well, those chicken planks are good. They're so they're so good. <laughs> don't get crazy! Like, like, look at how happy you just got. They're so good. I mean, right. had them in a long on the way time. back. We, years. Have to, we have to get to this thing. Well, I want to get to I want to get to Anthony Richardson. Can I do fire you, one do more? You piece ring of, the bell when you order a long drive. We got to stop. Uh, Ari's getting very angry. Um, this was the interview of the week um, because it. You know, we talk about LSU and and Mulkey and I almost called her Caitlin Reese and combined both names. I would and people get mad at that. Uh, we had uh, Debbie Antonelli on, longtime voice of men's college basketball and women's, and we brought up Mulkey and the fact that she's kind of a villain. But in her defense, and she's making two point four million dollars a year by taking a risk and upsetting some people and you know ruffling feathers. You do have to realize this. Listen to when she lays out the numbers about what this woman has done from a money standpoint for LSU basketball. The last two years at LSU, before Kim Mulkey arrived, if you added ticket sales, parking, and concessions, the total in those two years, these are fiscal year numbers, 164000 The two years that Kim Mulkey has been at LSU, when you take ticket sales, parking, and concessions, over $2.5 million. I mean, sure, those numbers are impressive, but how much has their clothing budget gone up? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that, to me, is one of the most hilarious things ever. Come hang with Cofield and Company at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside TI. Free parking, great food and drink specials, and giveaways. Every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar inside TI. You know, months later, I still think the whole DeMar Hamlin thing was a bit, right? And those who bought into the bit and got all mad at Skip, good for you. I think you got duped. 
But a lot of, and I don't watch that show live, uh, Skip and Shannon show. But also, wasn't a bit. He was a hundred percent right and proven right, right over and over again. Right. But since then, Shannon has starred in certain spots. That was a great whatever forty-five seconds there. It went like five minutes, but but him listing off companies like, like the, but he didn't the do unemployed it. person, and then he's like, he, I don't have a job. The problem is he didn't do it right. I oh, mean, no. I don't want to. I don't want to. I mean, I guess I am oh, nitpicking, boy. but he. He basically made it sound like Cam listed the 12 best quarterbacks, which is definitely not what he did. Is workforce Cam, a top eight company? I, I didn't know where I, he picked I those. thought he was going for, like, top top earning companies. Oh, I assume they were sponsors of I, Fox Sports. I assumed he just went down and read the list of top, you know, top earning companies. Um, but, yeah, like, Sam Howell was on the list. Oh, okay. So, like, you can't just name the biggest companies. All right. It's not what he did. I got it. Tomorrow, UNLV Football Spring Showcase, 1 o'clock at Allegiant. Free admission, free parking, meet and greet after the game. Your first look at the new look coaching staff led by Barry Odom. New look roster with 30 new players in. That's eh, not officially 30, but about 22 are in for the spring. More are coming. And you get to look at the new offense, the go-go offense, and the new defense, which – Pretty sure they're going to go mostly with a three-three-five, which is what San Diego State has played over the years. All these defenses have you know little differences, and also what New Mexico plays. So tomorrow, one o'clock, Allegiant meet and greet with Cofield and Caleb Perrin. We will be swallowed up by the real stars of UNLV football, but we will be on the field doing some kind of announcing. Okay, I will. I will tell you who the players are. Caleb will break things down. Are you going to stand uh, there awkwardly? Uh, yes, my arm's out to the side. Okay. Actually, I'll probably have one leg behind the other just in case I need to run quickly. <laughs> Do I go shorts or pants? It is temperature control. I think pants. You think? Yeah. Uh, Do I wear the zip-up parka or a golf shirt? Or a or a quarter zip that has the the forbidden logo. I like that one, but I think you should coordinate with Caleb. No. So we're the same thing. Or do I go slacks, a button-down shirt, a tie, and a jacket? Can you go rent a tux? <laughs> that, would, that would be <laughs> what a shocker. Do this. Do wear a tux. Master of ceremonies in a tux. Wear a tux, but with black shorts. Wow. I think it would be awesome. I'm not doing a tux. Oh, that's unfortunate. I thought you were really looking for suggestions. I thought my opinion well, I was, but I didn't expect tux. I thought you'd have some good suggestions. Now you made it into kind of a joke. No. When is a tux a joke? A tux t- commands respect. Anthony Richardson. Sometimes we segue, sometimes we segue. Like, tux like, ignore what you say. Um has visits coming up. He's the quarterback out of Florida. He's got visits coming up with the Panthers, number one team, or at least the number one pick. Colts, Raiders, Falcons, and Titans. He's starting off with the Raiders, according to reports. Titans were one of the teams that Cam would back up. He said he'd back up Malik Willis, who's not even the starter. 
that, that was my that was my favorite one. He's like, I'll back up Malik Willis. Malik Willis is the second stringer right now. Are you going to be the third? Do you think that was a bit he was joking, or is, or as Shannon suggested, he's just he's so just drowning in his own arrogance? No, I think he I think he was having fun. Okay, I think he knew there'd get some attention on some of those, for sure. So, uh, do we have it confirmed? Is Richardson visiting the Raiders? He reportedly is is visiting the Raiders. Okay. Uh, again, whether that's trying to get them to people to think they want him, or they really do want him, or scouting for the future, unclear. Uh, but yeah, he'll he'll be out here, and you know, I I think they should visit with all the top quarterbacks. So they should visit with, I mean, obviously use all their visits and and use several for quarterbacks. I mean, they're going to need one at some point. They're going to draft one. They've said that in this in this draft, whether it's first round or last round, at some point they're picking one. So you have to get to know all of them, and you don't know who's going to fall to you, who you might move up for, who might fall to the second round. You never know. So this could be hey somebody. On, just, I'm sorry, somebody did just point out yesterday again. At this exact time last year, the consensus mock draft top 10 had Malik Willis. Yeah. Went in the third round. So people that are like, he's not going to be there. Okay. You don't know. Oh, he's not going to be there at seven? No, people, people, yes, people are saying that. But, I mean, even other guys. You don't, you don't know. No. You don't know, that, you don't know that Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are one and two. I think they are. But you don't know that. The, the Texans could certainly go away from a quarterback. And you believe there's, well, is there anything that Richardson could do on this trip that would just blow away Ziggler and McDaniels and they're like, all right, we got to get this guy. I don't think so. Seven. I, I, think, I think you can more hurt yourself than help yourself with trips like this. Like you, could, you could talk your way out of being considered or uh, talk your way out of being on the, you know, favorite on their board. But I think for the most part, they've done background. They've, they've met you, gone to dinner with you, you know, been at your pro day, been around you. Um, know pretty much everyone that you've ever known. You keep saying talk, so this isn't about physical. Not really in the it's, visit. No, it's it's kind of getting to know, know you more. Okay. You know, they might get you out on the field a little bit, but it's it's more. Hey, who are you? Let's go to dinner. Let's, you know, let's hang out. We're live at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar. Fifty-five plus TVs to check out the sports. Got a lot of baseball on right now. NBA. That pivotal Chicago Mavs game just started. No one's playing for the Mavs. A real weird deal. Uh, bucket specials. Got the draft beer special. You can get all the uh, Bud, Bud Light, McUltra here at the Golden Circle Sportsbook and Bar with pitcher specials, also craft specials on the pitchers. You call it cocktails and a great menu. My favorites include. I wanted to make sure they still have it on the menu. Where's my loco moco? Well, we got to get an update on this. Chicken wings are excellent here. Chicken tenders are, it's crazy how many you get from the uh, Golden Circle on the chicken tenders. So take advantage of it on a Friday here. All these great drink specials. Happy hour going down and a tremendous menu inside Treasure Island where parking is always free. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Adam Hill LVRJ or tweet the show at Cofield and Co. Stick your hand in there, Dave. A uh, reminder this evening and for tomorrow, if you're looking to watch some baseball, some college baseball, Silver State Series continues with uh, UNLV taking on Nevada tonight. 6.05 first pitch tomorrow, just after noon. Rebels won the first game of the three-game series 7-1 to one last night. Tickets in advance are 6 bucks on game day, $10, and it's free for Nevada high school students, kids 12 and younger. And UNLV students, free, free, free. You can get your tickets at UNLVtickets.com. And tonight they've got... $2 special on Dos Equis. Into the bag. Big hand in there, Dave. You know, I never, never uh, finished up. I never finished up 
one of the issues, we were talking about birds to start the hour. We have a bird issue in and around my house. We've solved the pigeon issue. Um, the SO is about to go just ballistic in the neighborhood. Someone has a rooster, and it's three houses down. Where, where are you living? I Exactly. I don't live in the sticks. There's really not supposed to be a rooster there. Is and, it a farm? And, and this guy, he, he freaking, he crows when it is dark. He does it at 2 in the afternoon. But he, go- de- but he definitely does it at like 5.15 in the morning. Have you gone to meet him? No. Must, m- must be caged because, like I said, there's, there's 50 feral cats in like a 12-house like a block where I live. So he, he's got to be in a cage. But he crows as soon as the, as soon as the sun rises? I think. I'm not up at 5.15. But it gets other people up. Do you think they throw the like a cover over him and then take it off at two fifteen to think it's the sunrise in the middle of the day too? Do they do that with roosters, or is that a falcon? I think it's all birds. I feel like this. I don't think it's all. Is it? Yeah, birds are birds are dumb. They just you just throw a cover over them. They think it's nighttime. Idiots. We're, we're going to use the weekend to research the similarities between the falcon and the rooster. They're birds. Let's they do both that. don't exist. Stick your hand in there, Dave. I said to the listeners we'd spend 30 minutes on this. It's going to be about a minute. Uh, Charles Barkley talking about his travel habits and soap at hotels. You know I travel with my own soap. I I love soap. Why? Are you afraid? Because these hotels started being cheap. Those bars ain't big enough. Because I almost had a couple accidents with the soap at hotels. Uh, In what way? Well, when I was washing a part of my body, I almost had a little incident. What the heck are you talking about? <laughs> I almost had a little incident with those lip bars of soap. Almost lose it. I almost lost it. Chad. Gonna go. Are you nodding in agreement that you've had the same issue? You're gonna go body wash. Well, what if they don't have body wash there? Who's not bringing soap to the hotel? I actually don't always travel with soap to the hotel. I trust them. What? Whatever they have, I use. And you're right. There are some places, uh, Barclays, right, where it's that mini bar, and you're like, well. I, but I also appreciate the thriftiness. How much soap do we all waste at these hotels? You know where What they do they have... do with the half-used loaf of soap? Throw it away. But you know where they have amazing soap? Where? The Treasure Island. Wow. What a way to close out the week. You love our sponsors.